Welcome to M3 Minutes. I'm Haley Wolf, and today we're going to hear some hotel stories from Hannah Waits, M3 staff accountant. Well, Hannah, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Um, I kind of want to start. What's your role at M3 so our listeners can know what you yes. do? I am a staff accountant um, with M3. So I started just over a year ago. I basically run f- a full cycle close mm-hmm. for accounting um, for 14 different hotels. And um, on my day-to-day basis, it's really just answering the general manager's questions keeping the bank rec up to date, bank reconciliation, and, um, you know, just kind of making sure everything is good. No mistakes and just, you know, going day by day, finding things and making sure everything is working right. Absolutely. And I heard you just had a promotion, correct? I did. Yes, ma'am. I started last year. I was an accounting associate um, and I got promoted to staff accountant. Awesome. Well, congrats on that. Thank you. Um, So I know M3 stole you (laughs) from the hotel world and now you're on the corporate side. So... When did your hotel career begin? Halloween 2014. Okay, Halloween. That sounds (laughs) like an interesting night to start on. Very interesting, yes. It's very memorable. I was a bartender. Um, I started, um, I was hired early October, but then my official hire date was October 31st. Mm -hmm. And it was a special night because there was a Halloween-themed wedding group staying at our hotel okay so i got to see a whole lobby full of adults and children alike in halloween get up so i have to ask what do you remember any of the costumes was there a favorite um i don't have a favorite there was the classics of like a pirate or princess i will say one of the adults was an astronaut Okay. So that was that was a little odd to me. I don't know. I don't know how I or why. I want to be an astronaut when I grow up. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, and it was literally just an astronaut suit. It was super cool. And I just kind of got to see all of these unique people just mm-hmm. walking around. And when the bride and groom, actually, they were staying at the hotel. So when they came back, I got to see the bride and groom. They were also in cost- costume. Well, that sounds like an interesting (laughs) wedding. So you started in Halloween of 2014. What were the next steps after that in your hotel career? So I was a bartender and then I went to front desk and there I was starting to train in accounting. The assistant general manager was teaching me accounting. Um, And then I left that hotel and went to a second hotel where I became sales coordinator. And I was the sales coordinator for the duration until 2021 when I came here. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So with that, I think I heard two hotels you've helped run, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So with hotels, with two hotels in your background, I know you have to have some crazy, bizarre, weird, happy, sad stories. So I'm going to start with a loaded question. Mm -hmm. What's the most bizarre thing you've ever seen happen at a hotel? Photo shoots. Photo shoots. Just not even guests they come in off of the street okay. complete strangers and they'll just walk around the lobby they'll go to the, the main lobby bathroom and change and then they'll just photo shoots i will say hotel <laughs> lobbies are pretty yes. do you think did you see that more as instagram got bigger like influencers coming in for good backgrounds um not necessarily if it was whether it was instagram or not it was when I started over, I started at Embassy Suites, mm-hmm. or that was where I went to my second hotel. And that's a new build, so it's a lot fancier. It's got a lot more updated features. Mm-hmm. So when they opened, we saw a good chunk of people coming in trying to get a photo shoot okay. in our in the hotel because there's a live wall, um, 
plant wall and mm-hmm. fountain waterfall thing that they absolutely adored. People wanted to go by the pool and have a little photo shoot, which was an indoor <laughs> pool, so I don't know why. I mean, if it's an outdoor, maybe I can understand it, but it was an indoor pool. Pretender in Florida or something like that. Well, I will yes. say that embassy suite is stunning. I've yes. been in it a couple of times myself because I know it's where we stay. It's how mm-hmm. we met you. <laughs> yes. Um, so other than photo shoots, what else have you seen um, that's just crazy? And you're like, why are they doing that? Um, there's been a bachelorette party come okay. through there just randomly on after their night ended out and about. They came and they sat in the lobby and they just... A huge group of them, just random girls, and they're not random, but you know, to them it was a bachelorette party. They sat there, they played their little games, yeah. and that was weird for me. I was like, "What? <laughs> Why are you doing a bachelorette party in the middle of the lobby? Wouldn't you want to go like take you that can go private, elsewhere? You know, yeah. Where we, they we dressed have... in all the white and black. And... Um, yes. Yeah, so, so the bride had full white on, okay, and all of her bridesmaids had pink, like not just a baby pink it was like magenta pink pink <laughs> so it was like the brightest pink kind of like think legally blonde pink um so it that was really funny to me i was like okay i mean i can understand not wanting to go to the room just yet so maybe stay for a few drinks but having full-blown party antics in the lobby so were they pushed to their room at any point yeah there for a minute so when we um we were getting ready to wind everything down and close the bar. And at one point before we started winding everyone down, they started to get a little rowdy. So we were like, guys, we're going to need you to go on up, head upstairs. And they're like, well, what if we can, can we go swim? And we're like, no, the pool is closing. <laughs> and I was like, you know, they were adults, so there were beverages. And I was like, no, no, let's just go on upstairs and you guys can finish your antics there because the wedding party had their own floor. So I knew okay. that if they were going to disturb any guests, it'd be their own. So. True. Very true. But they were good after that. Once they got up to their room, they were, they were okay. I can only imagine the things that you dealt with. Is there any other story you want to share with us? Um, I mean, you know, sometimes for the most part, we can typically get guests, you know, pacified and, mm-hmm. and, you know, consoled. There are times where sometimes it just doesn't happen and they refuse to leave. So we do have to require the authorities to come and escort them off the property. We have heard that so. twice today already from two other podcast guests we yes. had. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times did you personally have to call authorities on people? Me personally, just once, okay. thankfully. And what about um, your time at the hotel? How many times would you say they were there? Um, at the my second hotel, they were there a good 10 times. Wow. I personally called once because of, on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I had worked the desk. It was during the pandemic. Yep. And um, a guest became very, very irate, was not listening, was not, you know, communicating, and actually attempted to block me from entering my back office. And so with that, I said, nope, and called 911. I made sure to when he was backed away from the office, I went to the back office, I shut myself in, and I waited until the police got there. And I removed myself from that hostile situation. Um, so I was very, very thankful that I was able to get to the back without being harmed. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, pers- that was my personal time of having to call the police. But yes, they've been on property about 10 times, maybe a dozen. 
it's crazy these things happen at hotels. I feel like one would never expect, and that's actually a very nice right. hotel you used to work yes, at. It's not yeah. one where you're like, oh, I'm not going to stay there right. type thing. You know, and sometimes people just become so entitled and so they always have this concept that customers are always right, no matter what. Yeah. But my general manager, and that's what I really did like about my administration there, was that they were adamant. If someone is disrespecting you or about to become violent or hostile, you do not have to put up with it. You can call the police and get them escorted off property. We will not have a problem with that. You are able to do it. And unfortunately, those were the times where it had to be done. Where mm. We just could not handle the guests any longer. They were too hostile. They were too bringing too much confrontation. And we just finally had to say, okay, enough's enough. And an officer would come out. And... And that other perspective is we had a really good working relationship with Gwinnett County Police. So that you was really frequent. good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were very kind to them whenever they came and they were always respectful of us. Um, and my general manager always made a point to reach out to the officers and say, hey, you're always welcome at our hotel. If you just want to stop yeah. in in the middle of the night or if you want to, you know, take a little break, use the restroom, eat breakfast. He was 100 percent all about it. He said, we'll take care of you if you take care of us. That's awesome. So. It sounds like you had some great management uh, that really empowered you to stay safe and yes. work hard and all mm -hmm. of that. You mentioned uh, the pandemic, mm -hmm. and I'm curious, with the lack of services that hotels were able to provide in that time period as far mm -hmm. as, like, housekeeping and things like that, did you ever get any complaints during that time? Oh, we got plenty. Okay. <laughs> plenty. So um, you know, sometimes guests are just... They think it's, you know, going to be a regular thing, even mm -hmm. though they're in the, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Our services, as far as housekeeping are concerned, it was very limited. We would only enter the room every seven days okay. to actually do a full deep clean. Every three days, a housekeeper would go in and refresh the towels and refresh the sheets. Mm -hmm. But a true blue deep clean wouldn't happen until the seventh day of your stay. Okay. So if you weren't there that full seven days, you just kind of got the the little light clean and if you needed anything they could have always come down to the front desk or call and unfortunately people just they're like no they had we opinions want about it every day yeah they wanted service every single day we wanted this this and so we actually had one guest that demanded that sheets and towels be left at her door every single morning every single morning every single morning I can tell you, I don't want to put on a fitted sheet every single morning. That's a task in itself. I know. So. I don't know. I, I would never. Me personally, never. No. I hate, I, you know, those fitted sheets were the worst. Yes. Uh, they are the worst, just in my own personal life. But having had to clean hotel rooms while yeah. I worked the pandemic, you know, oh, I, I do not know. I would so not have wanted to So I didn't realize that you kind of had multiple hats during the pandemic. Oh, yes. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Did you ever find anything like crazy left in hotel rooms or nice belonging belongings people left behind? Um, there's been a, wall a couple of wallets, of okay. course. Um, I personally found a wedding ring. Okay. Um, an engagement ring, I guess yeah. you can call it. So um, I made sure to personally call the guests back and say, hey, listen, I have this. If you're able to just turn around and come and get it, do you need me to ship it? And it wound up having to be shipped. And I personally packaged it and sent it straight and took it straight to FedEx and, and made good sure. you personally. <laughs> <laughs> I made sure. And then, of course, um, a guest had left, left a laptop and um, some working equipment. So... And he, this specific guest had dealt with a couple of different people before he got to me. Okay. 
And when he finally got to me, he was just so irritated. <laughs> and I was like, okay, what can we do? What do I need to do? What is going on? Like, what, what do we need to happen? And so he told me specifically, he's like, I just need it in the mail today. I need it in FedEx position or property today. Just, I need my stuff. And so again, I personally packaged his belongings and drove it over to FedEx to make sure I got a tracking number and everything. And I had him on my personal cell phone. And I said, this is the tracking number. And he could hear FedEx on in the background. And <laughs> so I, he, he really appreciated that I went and did that for him. And I went above and beyond to get him that because it had been about a two week ordeal. He was dealing with it. And I happened to be working at the front desk when he called back and he's like screaming, going off. He's like, I need my work laptop. And I'm like, hang on, hang on. Let's rewind. What are we talking about? Yeah. What do we need? Let, let's let's discuss this. And he goes, OK. So he took a breath and then he tells me everything. And so we took care of him. And he was like, you are the most helpful person ever. <laughs> Well, props to you for keeping a good attitude in the midst of everyone's bad attitude, especially in the pandemic. Yes. Um, so then, obviously, you were a sales coordinator. Mm -hmm. Was that any less interesting than checking in and checking out guests since you were contacting corporate yeah. places and things like that? Like, what did that entail? That's not any less interesting. Because okay. With doing corporate events, yes, you, you contact and you're professional and you speak with people to try and get corporate people to get rooms and meetings and everything booked. Mm -hmm. But you also have a social aspect. So we've had people book birthday parties, graduation parties, um, canceling events. Yes, too. yes, absolutely. So there's been several different um, events that is held. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just corporate. We do. I love our corporate people, but, um, you know, sometimes you do get that social people in there and sometimes those social people are not, they're not as nice. So. <laughs> they're only there for a little while. Correct. They don't keep coming back. Correct. Yes. Did you have a favorite event that you helped host? I attended, um, the hundred, I think it was the hundredth anniversary um, of party. Yes, yes. I was yeah. there for that. Did you help plan that one or was that before? I did help plan that one. Okay. Um, it was a great so, event. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My director of sales, Paula and I, we kind of threw something together. We knew we wanted to do something cause it's a hundred years of Hilton. And mm -hmm. so we threw something together. Of course, there was a lot of, um, information and little packages that we can kind of pull from cause Hilton, of course full across this country and the world yes. they were celebrating everywhere so um definitely that one's on one of my tops is the is the 100 for hilton celebration another one that i really enjoyed was a wedding okay. i helped plan start to finish start to finish i you know organized it. i spoke with the the mother-in-law um nearly every day during the plan the planning of it but from start to finish i got her the linens i got her menu set everything i even helped organize the day i was there the day of the wedding from i think 7 a.m until about 8 30 p.m wow helping set up helping clean helping you know plate because they had a plate at dinner and so we pre pre-plate those and then hand them all out so i was there all day helping with that so that was kind of one that's special to me is that i got to be a part of someone's day from start to finish absolutely so now you can put wedding planning on your resume too <laughs> i can i certainly yeah. can yeah that's and you can help your friends out family because oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a hard task wedding planning is, it is yeah. so i'm assuming we're around the same age Mm -hmm. And I used to watch Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, yes. <laughs> which 
took place at a hotel. Did yes. you watch that show? I did. I loved that show. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So is working at a hotel like anything like that? Do you see anyone ever hopping on those like luggage carts, you know, <laughs> going around with their legs? Um, You know, it's yes and no. Okay, so... The hotel, it'll depend on the, the type of property and the location that you're at. If you are in downtown Atlanta or something, those hotels will be a little bit fancier and a little bit more of what you would see on Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, for the local hotels, we didn't have those large luggage carts that you see. Those had started to be phased out for the okay. for some hotels. And so they're the smaller luggage carts where it's just that one side and because it kind of does like an l-shaped type thing and so there's just this one long rod where you can hang stuff on and then it has the base where you can put your luggage and it rolls so it's not i've seen one of these (laughs) yes no i know these (laughs) everyone hates them everyone hates them don't worry i hate them i hated them um because they were tough to maneuver Mm -hmm. i mean the big ones were tough to maneuver but these were worse for whatever reason yeah um but yes, you do get kids trying to climb onto the luggage carts and riding them down the hallway. And, you know, if we ever caught them in the lobby, we did have to tell them to get off because, you know, you could hurt yourself. Like, go upstairs and do that so I cannot see <laughs> I, you. I don't, I don't need to see you. If I don't see it, it doesn't happen. Yep. Um, but no, we did have guests try to do that a lot. Um, a lot of the kids, they love to do that. And we're like, mm, we try. Um, if the parent put them on like a cooler that was on top of it that was a little bit more stable okay because the 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 bottom of the cart wasn't that solid carpeted wood it was metal and it had little prongs and you could easily slip a foot through there and trip and fall and break your leg sounds like it could be a disaster yeah definitely (laughs) when you throw kids into the mix yes so putting them on like a a piece of luggage that's flat yeah maybe that's a little safer they have something to hang on to yeah but we still it's like just don't do in front of us (laughs) were there any other like overlays between like the show and working Mm -hmm. at a hotel you know there was mr mosby and Mm -hmm. all i know you guys probably didn't have like the singers and stuff like that yeah (laughs) was there anything else that you're like oh that's kind of similar so um you know we didn't have a bellhop that was um I forgot his Edwin, name. Edwin, maybe? maybe? I'm not sure. I don't know. Escobar? Escobar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think Edwin was maintenance guy, wasn't he? I, I don't know, but I've yeah. seen that guy in some Allstate commercials now, yeah. I think. So he's making his career, I guess. Yes. So, but, you know, we do have the maintenance person who goes and fixes everything. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have just one person. We have a team. So there was okay. the chief engineer and then, like, three other people um, under him. So he wasn't just one person to oh. fix so many rooms um but we did have the engineer thing down pat we we had the mr mosby which was our general manager mm-hmm. um he was kind of the one who would go out and you know deal with the frustrating guests yes. and um you did know did you have a bell did you remember we, the bell? You know, <laughs> <laughs> um we didn't at first okay because it's a new build so it was built it opened in 2017 and at first we did not have a bell have a bell at some point within that year somehow some way a bell came to live at the hotel I'm don't know it. how i'm for it um and so all of a sudden um some of the front desk agents were using it mm-hmm. when they would go to the restroom okay and so they would just leave it and then it, you're in the back office and all of a sudden you hear like banging on <laughs> the bell and i'm like what and so we had to like do a double take of like wait what's going on and um what we did do it, not necessarily a bell for the guests. We did a doorbell for front desk 
to ring the back office. So if they were really busy at the desk, if it was just one person at the desk Mm -hmm. and they were super, super busy, we got a doorbell and we kind of put it underneath the the desk Mm -hmm. so they could reach under, press the doorbell, and it'd ring to the back. And then somebody from the office would come out front and help them. That is very creative and very efficient. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, we... Unfortunately, that was kind of in the later of my stages there. (laughs) So it wasn't until about, like, we were... It was about 2019 when that kind of... Why now? Why not at the beginning? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Around 2019 was when it came to light and came to live with us. And so that actually really helped our guests or our employees. So they weren't so crowded and our guests didn't have to wait as long. Well, that is awesome. Okay. So now kind of moving on to Mm -hmm. some hotel myths. And since you did clean some rooms, um, is it true the remote is the dirtiest thing in the room? Because I would vouch the hair dryer. <laughs> you know, um, I believe it that the remote is the, the dirtiest. I think I cleaned remotes about 20 times whenever I'd clean a room just okay. to be safe. Um, I would also go to venture to say the telephone. Oh, I never use the telephone. See, most adults don't really use it. If they don't need to, they're not going to use it. Mm-hmm. It's the children. <laughs> if there are children in the room, I can't tell you how many pe- how many children have been playing with the phone and called the front desk mm-hmm. just by pressing zero. And it's just all you hear in the background is them pressing buttons. And, and, you know, then you hear a parent, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But, you know, children, God love them, but they're not always the cleanest. They have sticky fingers. And so I, I venture to say that maybe the telephone would be the next one. Okay, yeah. so stay away from the remote, telephone, <laughs> hair dryer. Hair dryer, yes. <laughs> Got yes. it. And then earlier today, we were talking about another one. Mm-hmm. Did you ever find left money in like a Bible or the hair dryer bag or anything like that? No. No? No, it was mostly the safe. Um, <laughs> I if... forgot it in the safe? <laughs> yes. I don't know why. Um, they would be, you know... When a housekeeping would go through to clean the room, that's one of the things is they open all the drawers to make sure nothing was left. Yeah. Um, and then they'd open the safe. If the safe was locked, they'd call maintenance to get them to come up and unlock the safe. And we found wallets, watches, earrings, out of sight, out of mind, I guess. You know, <laughs> I can't say much. I've lost several sets of keys, so I'm not one to talk, but crazy yes. that much stuff is I don't left. think many of our housekeepers check the Bibles for money. I will say that. Okay. I don't necessarily... There could be several hundreds of dollars <laughs> in those Hiding Bibles. Hiding in the hotel. It's yes, because, like you know... You, no, I don't, I don't think they check the Bibles when they clean. Okay. So... Very interesting. <laughs> so I'll leave us on one last question. Mm-hmm. What do you wish guests knew coming into a hotel? If we say we are sold out, we are sold out. <laughs> we do not have a stash of rooms in the back just waiting for our value members. While we do love our value members, we we don't hold on to rooms from You're our inventory. Money. Right. So if we say we're sold out, we are sold out. We can't just vanish. Or, we can't create a room for you. Right. Yeah. It's like. I've had to, I've made a joke to one of my regular customers um, who watched a guest come in and ask if we had rooms and that whole thing ensued of, no, we don't. And I made a joke to my guest. I was like, what did he think I was going to do? Go out and build him a room? (laughs) 
Uh, I can see you out there with a hard hat on, you know, a hammer, nope. a screwdriver maybe. That is one thing I never did at hotels. I never touched tools to fix something in the hotels. I, I You know, I could maybe unclog a toilet, but that's about it. Hey. I can't fix AC. I, this, you I mean, did I, enough. You, know? you had yes. multiple hats on. Housekeeping, food and beverage. Like, I didn't need, you know... I left the maintenance to the maintenance men. That's the one thing I never did. So I could not picture myself out with a hard hat building somebody a room just because they wanted one. Um, but yeah, no, just, you know, be kind and courteous. And if they say they're sold out, they're more than likely sold out. Sold out. The only people I think who will block off rooms for their value members are people in like resort areas in Florida or California very high end right they may hold rooms okay. but if you're coming to duluth georgia or say helen georgia somewhere like that they're not gonna have just rooms set aside they're they're just not so if they say they're sold out they're sold out all right everyone listening if they <laughs> say they're sold out they are sold out for sure yes hannah we um we appreciate your hospitality for Thank dealing you. with all these people <laughs> and joining us today do you have any last minute thing you'd like to add today no, no, ma'am. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for and having me. And we hope me. to have you on again. Absolutely. I'd love it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of M3 Minutes. We really hoped you liked it. And if you did, don't forget to subscribe. <laughs>